Hi girls, it's a business episode. I got so lucky to meet so many women who are stay-at-home moms and work their own businesses and have these entrepreneurship minds and they reached out to me and thought it would be fun to podcast together. So this is some best friend interviews of first-time meetings. These great moms have come up with some great ideas and I hope it blesses you just to hear of some ways of things that God just worked out for them to create and makes you think that maybe there's something you could do if that's a time. You know, if you need to just be mom, we understand too. But if you're feeling like, man, I could be doing something else also and I feel like doing something more. I hope that these next episodes are so inspirational to you. And even if you just are looking for some mom to mom to support, especially as America's getting a whole lot more support Americans, I think moms are a whole lot more like, let's support the stay-at-home mom who's trying to work all things, support her family, support her kids, and bless the world in creative ways. This next episode is my new friend Kayla. She and her husband run a company called... Love Avenue Littles, and even the way they came up with their name, everything just speaks God and love and blessings over it. I hope you enjoy this next conversation, the way that she runs her business, and you guys can find a way to support her. Have a great day. Hope you guys enjoy this interview and love Kayla as much as I did. Hey, Kayla. I love meeting new people, and I'm also excited because you're from Mompreneur, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I am loving that group. I feel like I've made so many, like, computer friends because this is not my world, and I'm just like, yeah, hey, right. meet people. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I told my husband, I was like, I feel like I'm doing this whole networking thing. Like, it's working, and it's going well, and- Awesome. Awesome. I am loving it also. And I just, and, and I'm guessing you're a Christian also following her. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so it just is this like, okay, God, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you just show up. <laughs> I know. I, I was writing. So I tried to do like my social media and plan it out ahead of time. And so I was writing our posts and every Sunday we do just a scripture and that's like my day off. And I literally just post a scripture and that's where we leave it. And so I was writing my post for like, I don't know, October, Sunday, October. And it was, um, one of the verses talked about prayer and asking him for prayer and, um, asking him through prayer, which I feel like I struggle with all the time. I'm like, Oh, I can handle this. And then, Nope, I have to go back, you know, and I'm in this women's Bible study, which is paused right now. But we talk about that all the time. Like, why don't we ask him first? Like, why do we always think we can do it? And I think that's just our mindset a lot of times. And, um, so I was talking about in the post, how, how, like I pray for my customers, not just necessarily for them to come, but for them, you know, to find God and know him. And, um, but then I also was praying, like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And then we get orders and I'm like, okay, you know, like one order a day or like one day we got like five orders and I was like, okay, God, like, I see you. <laughs> Don't stress me out too much. But <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's just crazy. So I think I made the exact same post on Monday on my mom Christian group. 
Um, and I, and I was just like, sometimes, you know, we over busy ourselves or we're trying to decide like, God, is this what you want? Or is this what you want? Or what am I supposed to be paying attention to in this lesson and not getting enough time to just like be quiet and pray and be like really grounded in what he is teaching us or giving us, you know, and something that feels overwhelming maybe is the blessing and we're not, we're missing it, you know? Right. And so that was, that was totally my topic also. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. So, I mean, it's been great. I've enjoyed it. It's like my me time, you know, it's my thing. And I like, I'm super proud of it, which is awesome. So, but I also am like, if, and I, I think I kind of like questioned him, like, if this is really what you want us, cause my husband technically does the business with me, but I mean, I do majority of it. He kind of keeps track of the finances and stuff like that. But, um, we're big Dave Ramsey people. So, so, um, we cash flowed everything with the business and before we started and everything like that. And, um, he is the behind the scenes finance person, which I actually taught him Dave Ramsey. So when I met him, he was just like in lots of debt, but he's always wanted to own a business and like food service. And I just never, I just don't want to do a restaurant like that just to me doesn't sound fun at all. (laughs) So, um, this was kind of like a way that we could both do something we enjoy. And so that was kind of like perfect that it fell into our hands. So I have a million questions for you on all of that. What exactly is your company? And my first thing was you designed this yourself or it's an MLM. Um, no, we are an LLC. So, um, we own, it's called Love Avenue Little. So it's an online children's boutique. Um, we specialize in pop-up shops as well as we have a space in a local women's boutique. We are an LLC, Love Avenue Littles. And, um, we actually started, um, a year ago in September. So September 1st, 2019 was our grand opening, our launch date. But the idea actually started when my husband and I first got married. So he has been like, he, well, when we met, he worked at Jimmy John's sandwich shop. Um, he was a manager and he was working at one of the like smaller, um, smaller restaurants, um, wasn't doing as much like financially, but then he got moved downtown to one of the bigger, like, um, restaurants that was doing more income. And so, um, one day I was teaching, Um, I used to teach family and consumer science, so I taught child development, textiles, and fashion, so fashion's kind of in my wheelhouse, and then child development, I love kids, that's just been my thing, Um, uh, and a girl I know actually owned an online boutique, and she was getting ready to open a store, and I was like, huh, that's really interesting, and this was probably six years ago now at this point, Um, and I was just like, so well, how, how does that work? And so we talked about it and, you know, I went home and I told him, I was like, how cool would that be? Like, you've always wanted to own a restaurant and that has never been anything on my like mind or, you know, I used to teach nutrition and wellness. So foods and stuff like that was a big thing, but owning a restaurant just never sounded fun to me. Like it just seems like a lot of chaos. And so I said, wouldn't that be cool if we could own a boutique? And he just kind of looked at me and he was like, I mean, yeah, that'd be all right. But then we looked at our finances and he had a lot of debt. And so we're big Dave Ramsey people. And so that was like 
sorry, can't do it right now. Like, it's just not something that we can do right now. And so um, we put it on the back burner. And then we had our daughter. And I quit teaching to stay home with her. And she's now two. She just turned two. And um, we got to a point where we had some money saved. And we were like, all right, if we can cash flow this, let's do it. So we came up with our name. Love Avenue was our first apartment where the idea actually like where that first conversation came from. And so that was our um, very first apartment as a married couple. So kind of cute little like that was like my God moment. I was like, okay, this is meant to be God. Like Love Avenue. We're getting married. Like this is our first place to live. Like just kind of like one of those weird things. No, that's so um, sweet cutest little apartment like I still I love my house we have a house now but I'm like that apartment was just so fun like I loved the setup it was small it was super tiny uh we lived on the third floor I had to carry all my groceries up the third floor every time so I was like the lady who has like circulation cut off her arms because I put all the grocery bags on to make one trip up the three flights of stairs but that's where the idea started um, and then we kind of, obviously, it took a couple of years, almost about four years to get it to where, okay, we can actually officially start. I think we had nine items when we launched. It was, like, super small. I remember talking to my sister-in-law, and she um, works in marketing, and she was looking at our website, and I was like, doesn't this website just look super bare? And she was like, if that's all you can start with, that's all you can start with. And that's what you're doing. And you're going to do it well. Like you just need to like, be okay with it. If you don't want to spend any more money, if you're cash flowing this, then you, you just be okay with these nine items. And that's what you're doing. And so we were, that was really important to me was just to make sure that we're not going into debt because of the business. So that was really important to start out with something small Um, I like online just because it's obviously with COVID now, it's something that's really becoming more popular, but I also do this because I want to stay home with my kids. And if I had a shop, I would have to worry about who's working in the shop or am I working in the shop or, oh, somebody called in for the day. And so I didn't want that worry. I wanted to be able to just have a shop where I can pick and choose and do things. So we do offer pop-up shops, which is nice. So we go to different vendor events and stuff like that um, and do pop-up shops. So I still get to meet customers, which I really enjoy that part of it, getting to know our customers. And we do have some customers who have like started coming back and it's just really nice to like find out who they are and, you know, really talk to them a lot more. So that's been a fun thing that um, we've been able to do. So that's so, yeah. so do you design it and you send it to somebody to like sew it and make all the baby clothes and is it baby or is it baby toddler? What's the, so we, um, do wholesale. So it's a wholesale kind of like a lot of boutiques do. Um, so there are some people who make things, um, but we do wholesale mostly. We also do a few consignment options from local, um, moms who make their items So just to get their name out more. So we have a beanie lady who makes beanies for us. Um, She also makes like scrunchies and these little cute little crown ear warmers and stuff for little girls. And so we do consignment with her. um, And then the other items are mostly wholesale. 
And then we also have a couple of bow ladies that we utilize because we offer girls and boys clothes. And then we also do mommy and me. Um, our sizes are zero to six months to seven, eight girls, seven, eight boy items are very difficult to find. Um, I also, part of our mission is like affordable clothing because I used to teach finance and talk about like saving money and getting the best bang for your buck kind of thing. Um, I want to offer affordable options. And so we didn't go above size eight because what I found from a lot of wholesalers, when you get to like 10, 12 sizing, I basically have to charge. Sometimes it's even more than a woman's item for a little girl, like 10 to 12 option. And I just didn't feel comfortable doing that. Um, Even though some people might pay that, I just didn't feel comfortable financially charging people that. Um, So that was really important to me was to find something that is quality, but yet affordable. So um, for, you know, if it's a stay at home mom looking for something for the holidays for their little girl or little boy, um, or, you know, maybe there's the working mom who is able to spend a little bit more then she could maybe buy a couple of our options. So that was kind of important. So we kind of stop at that seven, eight. Um, Usually our boy stuff, we occasionally get a few sevens, but generally it's a five or a six is about the highest that our boys items go. So boys items are really hard to find, but that was something that was really important. We just had a little girl at the time, but I just thought I, I had some friends who have boys and I was like, I really want to offer boys. I really want to offer both. And I feel like that kind of sets us apart in the market as far as the boutique market goes, because a lot of boutiques are girls only or girls and women's. And so that was something that was important to me, even though we didn't have a boy at the time, but we do now. So that was really important. That's fun. So when you um, said that you do have like you have other shops you go out to or there's other people who represent you. In some way, you said that you were looking for ways to get more unique to be kind of out here more. What? Who else works for you? Um, what? Okay, start over. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. My you had work- some. When I asked you if you wanted a podcast, you said, oh, I've been yeah. trying to talk to basically what made me confused if you were at MLM. I don't remember what you called them. You just said you were talking like the other people who represent your company. You have other people oh. who. Yeah, we have what we call brand ambassadors. So brand ambassadors, typically they are regular customers who shop our items so much that um, they prefer to be a brand ambassador where they can get a discount on our items. So a brand ambassador, we do we have like a little contract for them and it basically asks them to um, showcase our items for their social media platforms and spread the word about us. So that's one of the best advertising for small businesses and it's small business week. I don't know if you knew that, but no, but that's so exciting because I literally like, this is one of those things that was a God moment because I was like having all the, like I saw your message and I had reached out to that other person and now all of a sudden, and I'm huge. So my, my husband and I are both entrepreneurs and we were both like small time entrepreneurs. And I told you more like ag based, you know, and we're very like serve local, serve your community. And my message has always been to like, no matter who, like there is something you can do to serve someone and create something that you have of a talent 
to bless somebody else. Like, I don't care if it's butchering a chicken or sewing a dress. <laughs> like, right. There is something you can do, you know? And so I, all of a sudden, all this started falling in my lap and I'm like, this would be a great thing to add into my podcast of supporting other women who are working from home because my branches for like the stay at home mom, but as a stay at home mom, my whole life, I've still like, and living in California, I feel the pressure of bringing something in, you know? Right. And so I've had to get really creative with that. And so when I was like, oh, this is a perfect avenue to showcase people on here and find, I'm, I'm just so like, okay, God, sweet. So it's small business week and I'm going to launch all these business women on my <laughs> podcast as a week special. That makes total sense now. Right. <laughs> but I didn't even know that. Yeah, so it's Small Business Week, so um, I've been trying to, like, highlight on my personal page one small business kind of like a day, but, um, and then on our business page, we've just been, like, talking about how you can support other small businesses, you don't have to spend money, but, um, so basically, as, as the brand ambassadors, going back to them, they are a a way of like free advertisement for us and so it started out with basically it was my like best friends and their kids and so we just asked that they take a picture of their kids in their outfit or they can do like an unboxing video so I'm a brand ambassador for um it's called Freckled Flamingo she's out of Tennessee I met her through um a vendor event page like crazy connections but um and so she makes like wooden signs and different things like that. And um, so I do like with her, I do like unboxing videos and stuff like that. And so we give that option to our brand ambassadors. They can do like it's it's hard to get kids in pictures with them modeling your items. Like I found out that sometimes our little girl is like all about it and she'll be like, try clothes on. And I'm like, yes, let's do it. Like. I got my camera ready and we're like outside posing and she doesn't really know she's posing, but she is. And so we have a really hard time getting pictures sometimes. And then we didn't have any, we didn't have a boy when we started. So we just had our little girl. And so getting people who will model our boy items as well. Um, and so they start out, they get like a tiered discount. And then as they move up the ladder and then if they get seven or more items, they get a, a 40% discount. Um, and so it's just an easy way to get a discount. And if they're already buying our stuff anyways, why not post a picture to Facebook and tag us? So it's a really easy way for them to do that. But we actually have, um, so we have three or four ladies that I wasn't, that weren't like my best friends when I started this, but I have one lady and I, told my husband I was like if we could have more of her she is like the best customer and I would call her my friend now she is just awesome and she's a grandma but we love her like she's the sweetest lady and it's not because she buys our stuff it's literally because we've just made that connection like I care about her you know like and if she says she's in she so her mom lives in another state and if she's visiting her mom I'm always like is your mom okay? Like, is there anything wrong with her? Cause I'm genuinely concerned. And I told my husband, I was like, I want that type of relationship with all of our customers. I mean, I know that's obviously not possible, but I want to have those relationships. And that's why I like owning a small business because I feel like I can make those connections and meet those people. And we have a few others, 
but we also have a private group where I feel like I can build better connections with those people than just like people who like our page. Um, and so that's why I like our private group because it allows for, um, so we always open up brand ambassadors to our private group first, just because I feel like I have more of a connection with those people. And then we open it up to like the rest of the world, I guess you could say. Um, but so those people represent us and they take photos for us. And, um, then we have the rights to use those like on our website to promote the products and on our social media pages as well. So, so yeah, that's what our brand ambassadors are. I love that you were able to find a way to be online and still personable. That's super cool. Is that just because it is growing slow enough to be able to do that? Or is there another way you're able to be so intentional? So we do live sales, which allows me them to at least see my face. I can't always see their face, um, but I do like learn a lot about them. And then in our private group, I feel like I learn a lot about them in the private group too, because it's not just about our clothes. So I'll ask like random questions like, what's your job? What do you do? Um, where are my September birthdays or the first of the month? This is probably my favorite thing to do is the first of the month. I always ask, what are you looking forward to this month? And it's just fun. Like, to hear and like I'll have people who never comment on anything and they'll be like oh it's my birthday this month oh that's awesome like you know and you learn something about them or you know I have a job interview this week or I'm switching jobs or whatever it might be or it's my little girl's birthday or my little boy's birthday and so you find out just random facts about them and um and I feel like in the group that's how I've been able to build that like personal relationship we have another girl who um, just kind of here or there, she's like mentioned things that she's a stay at home or she's a single mom. And um, randomly it got brought up that she worked at Maurice's and that was like one of my favorite clothing stores. And I had like $200 worth of gift cards to spend that I had yet to spend. And then COVID hit and everything like that. And so she was the manager at our local Maurice's. And I was like, I've got to get in there to visit her. I just felt like that was important you know, we have a store in our town that is closer that I could have gone to, but I drove an extra 20 minutes to go to her store because I just felt like that was important. She was actually quitting that week to switch to a different job, which was better for her to be able to spend more time with her family. And, but I just, I told my husband, I was like, it's important to me to make a point to go the extra mile for our customers, even if it means driving an extra 20 minutes or giving an extra little discount here because you've placed five orders with us. Um, I'm also like really intentional about, I make sure I write a handwritten note on each invoice that goes out. I think that's important because I want them to know, like I noticed your order. Like, I don't know if you care or not, but I want you to know that I noticed those things and it's important to me. Um, one other thing I really like, which we do not get enough of is I love seeing the kids in their clothes. That's like, makes me feel like, okay, you know, they look so cute in it or whatever it might be. That's, that's something that's really important to me is, and we don't always see their, their faces, but we have a customer in Florida and she sent me a private message and she was like, here we are in our mommy and me dresses. And I was so excited. Like, I know I can't always show that. And that's one thing I hate about online is I can't always see the customers and like feel their excitement, but I do enjoy 
seeing their like their kids or them in their items. So I do like that part of it. That's so fun. So you said that you're. I probably got off on a tangent. No, it's perfect. I love I love everything that you're sharing. I'm like I just is making and this was one of those things of like see I'm actually getting ideas because I run the Christian Moms um, off of this podcast. I have Crossing the Road Encouragement for Christian Moms, where I'm just trying to get to know everybody on a deeper level. Not that. My serving is all free right now (laughs) because I also blog uh, devotionals. I don't know. Did you, were you part of the group that signed up for those or not yet? I don't think so. Didn't even know it. Maybe I didn't tell you about it. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know about it. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I, I just, am trying to just throw Christian stuff at them all the time. And I was like, but it's not like our Christian relationship is so much deeper. It is just about like caring and loving on each other. So I love some of your ideas of like finding out when their birthdays are and you know, like what's like, just remember to have casual conversation on there all the time. Not just like, Hey, what do you need prayer for? Or Hey, you know, like I just, I, I'm, I got some takeaways from this. So thank you. (laughs) Well, and some of the other things that I found, like some of the other group pages that I'm on, like they do winning Wednesday, like, what are you doing that's winning today? And it, you know, like that can be answered prayers that they, things that they have been praying for. Yeah. Because sometimes I feel like we pray for things and then my, well, my really good friend, she taught me this. She always kept a prayer journal, which I always say I'm going to do it, but I never do it. (laughs) But she's like so good about it. And she's like, when we found out we were pregnant with our little girl, we had tried for quite a while, almost a year. And I know that's not long compared to some people, but, um, she wrote it in her prayer journal that she had been praying for us to get pregnant. And she's like, I can cross that off in my prayer journal. And I was just like, it's really nice to be able to see those prayers answered, you know, and sometimes you don't always see them answered, you know, but sometimes it's nice to be like, okay, like I actually get to see this answered, you know? And so I like that a winning Wednesday or whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, I tried to do like a praise report thing, but I still feel like there's just this balance of personalness online that a lot of people won't break. But I did, um, when I did a prayer request one time, I got amazing response to people who trusted me personally and sent me DMs and I was able to like specifically pray over them. I'm really big about sending a song. If like, if God gives me a song that could like just heal their heart or uplift them or something. I send something like that. So yeah, it's just, I just enjoyed talking about that part. Right. <laughs> so your husband, is he more in, you said he works the business with you, but does he do something else also? Or are you guys able to fully fund off of this now? Uh, no, we're not there yet. <laughs> I don't know if he'll ever quit his job. So he works for, um, a trucking company. He is a planner. So he used to be a, um, a DM, I think is what he calls it. So he was like a manager of the trucks. So like he would call the truck driver and say like, you need to go here now. Like the planner has said, this is where you're going. Well, then he got a promotion a couple years ago. And so now he's a planner. So now he doesn't really work with the truck drivers. He basically looks at computer screen and says, okay, this truck needs to drop at Walmart at this time. They need to be here at this time. So he plans all the trucking routes, but he works Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So he works on the weekend. So we get to see him three days a week. Um, he actually has been working at home since COVID. So we actually see him 
all day, every day, pretty much. But he works in the basement, um, and we know when, like, when the doors shut, we know we we need to stay upstairs because he's on a call or whatever. But our little girl will go down and play. She has her like little people house down there, and she'll go down and play with them and stuff. But um, so yeah, he works from home, so it's been nice to have him home, especially with baby number two coming or being here. Mm. Um, it's definitely been, because I was definitely worried about that, but it's been nice having him home, for sure. I'm sure he probably wishes he could go back to the office sometimes, but <laughs> the other day, some lady was like, is that your baby screaming? And he's like, no, that's my two-year-old <laughs> screaming. <laughs> she wanted fruit snacks. <laughs> yeah, well, it's definitely, uh, that's something I'm loving about COVID, is like, I don't think people realize that working from home or having family businesses, that's what America used to be made on. It used to be that people right. collaborated together and you, you, you served with your whole family and, and it made this tighter family unit. And it's, it's probably like, I'm like, guys, I'm not sitting here looking at COVID and thinking God didn't do some of this. <laughs> you know? right. God's like, Hey, guess what? You can still be families, still make money, still be at home and still love each other better and be together. <laughs> you know. Right. And a lot of businesses that got torn apart, it's, it's done nothing but encourage me because I, I ran, um, a kid's youth horse program. And so my kids served with me and we mainly served after school program and, um, some homeschool kids. So I had some public school, but a huge influence on the, um, homeschooling side. And so it was a time to like have friends and again, everybody served together. And I just loved that my family served together, but I have four kids. Mine are 14, 13, five and seven. And okay. the five-year-old's not as outgoing as the other older three. She's very much like, I'm over it. I don't want these kids in my house anymore. I'm tired of sharing my horses. And like, part of me is like, God expects you to give everything. You're going to give it up, you know? Right. And it, but it was just fighting with her in front of people all the time. And I was just like, this is not working. <laughs> She's not made like the other ones, you know? Like, right. they come out with their own personalities for sure. And so when COVID hit, it was a good, like, okay, God, like I had already been prepared because my neighbor had been throwing a fit about my ministry because I run it as a ministry too. Like it was all faith-based, but because schools paid me, I didn't like cram Christianity down anybody's throat. It was very much just like, um, character development, leadership development, communication stuff, and then picking a positive message and picking songs around it. And then I taught them horse. It was much more than horseback riding lessons. I just did this crazy right. thing that I invented. Um, but anyways, I, I got it been like, you're like people over and over like Kendra, when you lose this or like, you're not able to do this, are you going to be okay? And that had happened since November. And so by the time when March hit, because I, I usually open up in March. And so I had just gotten started and I was only two weeks in and COVID hit and it was like, you have to quit everything, you know? And right. I was like, all right, God, well, I guess that's what you meant, but I'd be prepared for this to go away. Right. <laughs> so he warns us when we're in those transitions and sounds like you had some really good, like, you had planned this out for a few years before it came into fruition. Were you um, frustrated in the building part? Was it always a good dreaming phase? Was there a lot of back and forth of this could work, this couldn't work? Or were you pretty steady of like, I'm just saving up and one day I'm doing this? Um, I think I was like, this could work or it couldn't work. Like, I'm very practical and like, I'm very 
I like to have a plan. That's kind of why I was a teacher because I could literally plan my days out. Like I'm very type A. And so I had a plan. I knew exactly what I wanted to do, you know, and being a teacher, that was easy to do. Like you just plan, but I'm also pretty flexible. I feel like, because, you know, we would have, we're in Indiana, so we would have two hour delays for snow or we would have snow days. Um, we started e-learning the last year I was teaching. And so we would teach online and that was always like, obviously you found out with COVID that could be crazy, you know, because you never know what technology is going to do. The internet could be out or, you know, somebody can't figure it out or whatever. So, (coughs) sorry, I feel like I'm pretty flexible as well, but I'm very much a planner and I'm very much like this needs done this way. And I'm very, you know, strict about that. So I was always like afraid. I think I'm very afraid of failure. And that was something like I told my husband, if we're going to do this, like we're going to do it all in and we're going to try to do it to the best of our abilities, because that's something that's really important to me is like, I'm not just going to start this. And then two weeks later it fizzles out, you know, like, and so I did have like a very detailed plan So when we originally talked about it back in the apartment, um, I had like a notes on my phone saved with like wholesalers. So the original idea was to do like a women's boutique, but I was just like, I don't know. I just wasn't dead set on it. Like it just, you know, I looked at like, maybe I want to do home goods. Maybe I want to do women's boutique women, you know, kids never really crossed my mind because we didn't have kids at the time. But then when we had our daughter, I was like, why not do a kid's boutique? Like, why? What's stopping you from doing that? It's a little bit different. I feel like women's boutiques are out there and there's a lot of them. And so something that was different. And then I feel like also the fact that we offer boys as well, because there are some kids boutiques, but they generally do girls and they don't offer a lot of boys. So I feel like that was something that was kind of important as well. But I'm just, I'm very fear of failure kind of person. So, but then I also, like I've talked about, I forget to ask for prayer. And so that's something I feel like we're all kind of guilty of that in times. Like, oh, I'll figure it out, God. Like, you know, I don't need your help. And I really started learning that. So we opened a year ago and um, we also, I also started a women's Bible study a year ago with um, my hairdresser and she had like, they were all her friends, but they were also all her clients. And we joked about, Oh, you just need money. That's why you had us all come here. But we were joking because we never go regularly to get our hair cut because we're moms. We're always so busy. And so it's like, that's always on the back burner to get our hair done, you know? And so um, we started this. And one of the studies that we did was purposeful prayer. Like, asking for prayer and not forgetting like that's what's important is asking him first and not trying to figure it out on your own and not trying to do everything on your own like going to him when you have a problem or when you need something going to him first and so that was something that was like a huge eye-opener for me just like not just in our business but in our whole life like everything that we do and I am such a person that like even with like, if the dishwasher needs unloaded at home, I just do it because it's easier than asking for help. Like I said, I can't ask for help. I really struggle. Um, but I'm also a type A person that is very like, 
it should be done this way, you know, and I have to kind of let things go. I feel like as a mom, I've let a lot go. But before having kids, I was like very particular about how things were done. So um, just making sure to like ask for help and it's okay to ask for help. And there's nothing wrong with that. So well, the older they get, the more you learn to let go of the way something's done. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I'll tell you right now, the dishwasher, and in my mind, there's some, like, <laughs> things that are not done right. And I'm like, right. bite your tongue if you want any help, because there's no time to do this, Kendra. And if you have to wash an extra dish because it didn't get done right, oh, well. <laughs> right. And you just don't want to sound like a snapping, yelling mom all the time, you know? Like, you start, you really start hearing yourself nitpicking, and you're like, uh. Yes. <laughs> Why can I let go and just trust that God's going to make this okay? <laughs> right. So what is, with that topic, what is the biggest thing that you've had to trust God in this? Oh... I don't know. I would say probably sales. Like, um, my husband and I were just talking about this the other day. It's like last year at this time we had just freshly opened and we had ran a couple of like different sales as far as like promotional sales and we would get like crickets. Nobody would look at our website. We would get zero orders pretty much. I mean, we were maybe packing like one order a week at that. And, it was very like discouraging. And so that was part of the thing where I had to remind myself. And that's why I was so glad that I joined this Bible study because it was like, it reminded me that yes, you're doing the work on social media and you're promoting your business, but ultimately like it's his plan and it's his whatever he wants. And like, I had to remind myself like, you need to ask him for prayer, like through prayer, ask him like what it is that you want. Do you want sales or are you praying for your customers or are you praying, you know, not just, and I I feel like when I say praying for customers, I don't mean like praying that we have customers praying for them and their lives. Well, I think it's okay to pray for both. So being, being an entrepreneur for a long time, like my husband, every night when he comes to pray with the girls, he says, Lord, thank you for the work that you bring and please bring me more, you know, because it is like, we got to pray that God, because God as our provider, he puts it out there for us to go get. And so you're, and you're sitting and waiting for them, which is even harder than like, that's why I'm like this untangible serving people is still mind-boggling to me a little bit, you know, but, um, we pray for them to come and we do pray over them also. Right. And so I think that was probably my biggest thing is like the days that we, the struggle of like, am I doing all that I can? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? You know, I, I feel like we're a fairly new business. We've only been in, you know, business for a year. And so I think that was something that I really struggled with. I also really struggle with like, what, what are people going to think of me? I guess I am really, I don't know. I wouldn't say I have low self-confidence, but I just feel like I really struggle. Like how are people perceiving me? And I just really struggle with that. And I used to spend like hours on social media worrying about like, 
is this post okay? Or is this enough? Or like, is this going to reach people? And I think that was something I had to realize too. Like the way social media is now, they like all their algorithms and stuff. People just don't see things, you know? And, um, that was something I was spending way more time on that when I've started putting more time into my VIP group and spending more time with them. And that has helped building those relationships. Like who cares what you put on your Instagram? You know, nobody cares. I mean, obviously I'm still going to put stuff on there, but building those relationships is so much bigger and so much better. And I think that's something he's shown me as well is like, don't worry about what your caption says on Instagram. It can be a purple heart for all you care. And people are going to look at the picture no matter what your caption says. So I've really worked on not spending so much time on that and what people think. And people aren't analyzing that and they're not looking at those things as much. But, and that's why we really try on Sundays. It's like our day of rest and my day just to like post a scripture and that's all it is. And I take my time on that day kind of to rest for social media and stuff. So I hear you of like, um, well, I wanted to touch on a couple of things cause I was like, Oh, her confidence <laughs> because I'm a big lift people's confidence person. And so I just want to tell you from my side of like, I'm like, okay, God, what would I tell her about that? That's amazing. You know, my first thing is I, I try to sit here and go, well, I know what I want to say, but what do you want me to say, God? You know? <laughs> and, um, I questioned if it was, if it was the devil's attack to keep you small. And, uh, because when we are confident, we shine really big. And I know that because I walk in a lot of confidence and people don't like it most of the time. They're basically like, who's she to think that, like how I said, like, I'll go talk to anybody. It doesn't matter to me. And, and I'm just this very confident person, but my confidence has come from an understanding of rejection because I was actually like super rejected in high school for my personality and the type of person that I was. And I was very God fearing my whole life and people judged me immediately and they didn't like me for it. They didn't like my strong boundaries and my strong faith and my, and just being okay with who I was and you couldn't change it. They hated that. I was so like strong about it. And so I just was like, fine, I'm happy for me. And I came up with this way to just, I had to keep recentering, like, I'm God's and that's all that matters, like, and that, and that's really good, that's what God's message is, like, that's what we should be carrying every single day, is I'm God's and that's all that matters, but beyond that, I wanted you to know how much you shine, I wanted you to know that, like, you creating something for you that's best for your family, that you stepped out and did all on your own, that's freaking amazing, Kayla, (laughs) like, I'm so proud of you and I don't know you, I'm so, like, trying to even ask myself like what type of person makes these entrepreneurial minds like what gets us to these points because um and and that you weren't an MLM I was like god is she or is she you know is she not and not either I have so many best friends that are MLM so it's not that I'm like super against them but I also know that there's some of us that God has a different potential or purpose and if we're not willing to think outside the box and try these scarier things that you are like, I'm usually afraid of failure. And I'm like, dang girl, you, 
<laughs> you're doing good if you're afraid of failure and you sit down and did this. I'm on like, I'm, I'm not afraid of failures. <laughs> I'm like trying new thing cause it could be fun. Um, so I fall on a different side, but I know the side of like, uh, of living on like every day going, like when you're saying no sales are coming, um, when I first started the horse ministry, I was, I made it up. I literally made up how I was going to give these horseback riding licenses, and I couldn't explain it to anybody. Nobody was even understanding my vision in it. So I'm like a crazy visionary person. Again, I don't know how God's going to use all this to help more entrepreneurial types, but I know what I can bless you right now is just like the confidence I want you to build up like right this minute is just that it's, it's stopping you from shining how amazing this really is because this is really cool. I love your name. I love how it came about. You know how much God's just blessed you into this idea. And I found out so much as I, motivational speaking, that I was going and talking to kids about um, following your passions and dreams. Some of the ways I actually went and talked to the kids about it, I found this other speech by T.D. Jakes. Do you know who that is? Mm-mm. He's this... Bishop pastor guy who's like a really famous pastor that I didn't know about until COVID (laughs) when I happened to find him in some random pop-up on my, you know, like, Hey, you should listen to this. So listen to this. And so he popped up on there and it said a time to soar. And I was like, well, everybody's feeling like they're crashing. This sounds like a message I want to listen to because I was like so over listening to all the fear stuff. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. I don't have fear right now, God. I know you're just making a new direction for everybody and I'm okay with it. You know? Right. So I was like, I just want to know where am I supposed to soar in that? You know, like I'm just constantly the person that's like lift up, fly, find it, you know? And so anyways, it was named time to soar and I started listening to it and like 50, there were already things that I was like, wow, this sounds a lot like my message. <laughs> that I was giving the teenagers and then like 15 minutes in for an eight minute session barbatim we used the same phrases and words and I was like okay god I think I understand strategy (laughs) because I realized that not anything it it was like this huge humbling eye-opening experience that what we're doing is not really us doing it like god is really choosing my words or choosing where I'm at or choosing like we're just little walking beings sometimes you know like you think you had this great idea and that it was random that you were at love avenue like I know you know it's kind of special a little bit more but like it's even more than we can fathom that God purposely designed that that's where you would be and that that you know you're like oh I thought of this great and you're like no God gave me this really great name you know what I mean like God just starts you just start getting this bigger picture of everything he's doing and as an entrepreneur it opens yourself up so much more I'm sure you're already finding out that you just are so reliant on like I don't really know what I'm doing God but I hope that you show up today because I put everything out there and that's all I can do you know and you you're watching as he provides every single step and it's such an amazing faith walk that's why I'm like First, don't just knock that confidence thing down because there's way well, more fears and one to come. Thing I read, like, I don't know, I follow a business coach and um, she said something about with your confidence, like, you don't just, like, I'll often say, like, oh, I'm a stay at home mom and I just own this little children's boutique. And she's like, 
you can't say that. Like you need, you need to own it. Like I own a children's boutique and you need to say that. And that's something that I think is huge that you can use with your students because it's so important to like, if you're creating something like own it. And I've started doing that even just yesterday at the dentist, this lady was like, Oh my gosh, your shirt's cute. And I had one of our mommy items on and I was like, thanks. It's from our online boutique. And she was like, what? And you know, I would have never done that in the real world. I would have been like, oh, thanks, and just went on, you know? Is like, it because but... you want to be humble about it, or is it because, is there another reason why you don't want to say it? I don't know. I just, I think it goes back to that confidence of, like, what are people going to think of me? Like, but I have to, like, it is a business. Like, I did create well, like, it. Like, didn't and... you see her face light up? Like, what? That's really yeah. cool. Tell me more. And, how did yeah. and then because it, it's totally an avenue to also talk about God, you know? Right. And I'm I, like, and yeah, I'm God just totally blessed that. it. And you just like keep dropping the seeds of all the things. And now you've introduced your business. You blessed God back in it. You, you know, you're becoming this complete. This is what I want to stand for. I want to stand for any business you do is actually a gateway to show how much God is blessing you and who you are to God, you know, that they see that they're important too. Right. And I think, too, like like you were talking about how you do your private group, your Christian women's group, and you talked about making it a personal touch. And that's what I told my husband and my best friend, her dad is a minister. He actually married my husband and I. And um, we I talk about, like, I don't want to shove my Christianity down people's throats because I don't want to turn them away where they're, especially if they don't know God. Because I want them to come to know him, but, you know, it might take time. And I feel like if I do, like, shove it all in their face all at once, then they're like, oh, crap. And they get scared and then they, you know, kind of run away from it. And so I do it just like I want them to know that I'm a Christian, but I also want to get to know them, too, and build that personal relationship. Because sometimes I feel like he does show us those relationships in different ways. And for people who aren't Christians, I think it takes more time, you know, to learn about him because they may never have been taught or what they had been taught maybe was a different way of how I could teach them or show them God. And so I also, you know, try to show my Christianity, but not like same way with, I feel like my business, like, I think that's the other thing. I don't want to shove it down people's throats. Right. But to wear and it proudly, so, like I, so one of my favorite lines in a worship song is the one where it says, um, I wear forgiveness like a crown. And I'm like, we need to do that more. Like, this is my, like, I wear God on my head of like blessings, forgiveness, grace, you know, and that offers grace to everybody else. But I think the same with your business. You just got to be like, I own this and you can do anything you want to do too. You know, it's a little more like God blesses anything that's in your heart. That's good, you know, and that he planted there. So go and explore it and see it and be blessed. You know, nobody wants to, don't tell me to be blessed. (laughs) They wouldn't get, I would, I don't know who would be offended by that. (laughs) Right. Right. So anyways, continue. Sorry. No, you're fine. No, you're good. One thing I wanted to talk about was, like, community over competition. And that goes back to, like, what we talked about earlier with the other women's boutique that doesn't really, like, 
that's something that I have found is so important is like creating a community and not competitive. Like anybody can start a clothing business, an online business, you know, but I think it's how you develop that community and how you really work with others. And so like we have our beanie lady who, um, she's just a mom, a local mom here and she knits hats and, um, or crochets hats. I'm not sure which. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> but we work with her. They're beautiful. Like, Whatever they are, they're beautiful. <laughs> they are. They are. Like, she does such great work. And I've literally been looking for somebody since last winter because I didn't want to buy wholesale beanies. Last year, I bought wholesale beanies, but I just didn't feel like there was that personal connection. Like, they were fine. They were, you know whatever they were beanies like you can go to walmart and get a beanie like i like the fact that we offer beanies now i found this lady through a random group and it was networking and i was like will you do wholesale beanies like is that something that you would even be interested in and it helps another lady out who has a business but it also and and we don't we do consignment with her so we don't make a ton of money off of her which I told my husband, I was like, I don't care. Like I'm helping somebody else out and I feel good about doing that. And because I know how hard I work as a mompreneur and I want to help somebody else out. And if it means we make just a little bit of money, that's fine. I don't, you know, like, and that was something too. Like I, obviously we started a business. I feel like people start a business to make money. Like, but that's not something that is like in our importance, I guess you could say. Does that make sense? Like, it's not my first thought in the morning, like, oh, I've got to make money today. You know, like, my business is not, I'm not doing it to make money, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get in a, I get in a um, bad place because I do that a lot. (laughs) And then my husband's like, okay, so now you've been doing that for eight years, how much money do you bring in? And God's always blessed me to break even in everything that I do, even if I, cause I, I tend to like, he gives me more so that I'm like, sweet, I can get more extravagant and bless more people back. And then it doesn't, I'm in an interesting position, but where I'm going to, cause eventually maybe you'll want this to make money. Maybe this will be like, if your husband wasn't to do what he was doing, but right now it is something that it's keeping you busy. It's blessing others. And that's the higher priority for you. Right? Well, and I mean, I think eventually, like, obviously we want to make money. Like I would like to, so my husband has some student loan debt that we're almost finished with. I would like to pay that off quicker so that I can, you know, take my family on vacations and it's from my money, not my husband's job. And, you know, be able to give my daughter gymnastics classes and just little things like that, that I would like to do with it. Um, so I mean, yes, it's a hobby. Yes, I want to make money, but it's not its not my first priority, I guess, with our business, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then, so we also have another lady that we support who does um, bows and earrings, mommy and me matching bows and earrings. And so I think that's so important, that community over competition. Um, so yeah, so we have an earring and a bow lady that we're working with and we do on consignment. So she's a stay at home mom and she has a side business as well that she creates like genuine leather bows and earrings. Um, and then, so we work with her and that was really important to me was to collaborate with some 
different moms. Um, I've also contacted some other women who sew things or make things. Um, and it just hasn't worked out for some of them, but for some of them it has. And so we do, we offer consignment, but I feel like, so I was talking about, um, a girl who's in our VIP page. She owns a children's boutique from my hometown and, she, we have one vendor that's the same. We offer the same prices, but she also has other vendors. I have other vendors. She has a store. So she has like other accessories and more things like that. Obviously she has more variety because she, she's been open longer than us, but she also has a storefront. So she has to have all of that stuff. I feel like, or a lot more product, maybe, I guess you could say as far as like toys and stuff like that for kids. But, um, so I feel like I would have no problem collaborating with her because what she offers is completely different than what we offer. And I just feel like you can still like, yes, she's my competitor, I would say, but her personality is completely different than my personality. And some people might really love her stuff and some people might really love my stuff and not everybody is going to love my stuff. And that's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with that. They may follow me. They may share me on social media, but it's okay to not love every single thing I have. So my mom's the perfect example of this. We have a lot of unicorn options and she's always like, I hate unicorns. <laughs> like those are just not my thing. And I'm like, cause I'll show her like, Hey, we're going to buy this shirt. And she's like another unicorn, but we have our unicorn stuff sells like crazy. And I'm like, mom, there are a lot of people who like unicorns, not just you. And so she's always like, it's cute, but it's not my style. And I have to remember that too. Like not everything is going to be everybody's cup of tea. And one analogy that I really like somebody shared with me is like, a a women's boutique because there are a lot of women's boutiques as far as like our community. I might go somewhere and buy a bracelet at a women's boutique, but I might like a graphic tee that another women's boutique sells. And I might like shoes that another women's boutique sells and jeans, another place. And then I've got a whole outfit that I can wear and I supported all these different small businesses, you know? And so I feel like it's so important to have this community over competition. And I feel like sometimes people forget that, that like just because they didn't purchase from you this time doesn't mean they might not purchase from you later. And you can't just like write somebody off because of it or because somebody is opening something that's very similar to your, your, you know, idea. A boutique wasn't my idea, you know, like a children's boutique, those are all over the United States. That wasn't like my idea. It's what you do with your ideas. And, you know, like I really think personal relationships has a huge play in small businesses as well. So I always say like anybody can open a boutique, but it's really how and what you do with it, I guess. Absolutely. So I love everything that you just said about bringing in community. I'm a huge community advocate as well. So reminding people that this isn't a competition and um, that everybody can bless each other in so many ways. You had written down to ask you something about, and especially because it's Small Business Week, what were you thinking behind other ways that small businesses can be supported? I found that a really interesting topic. (laughs) So I feel like people think like, 
to support a small business, oh, I have to purchase their services or their goods, right? And I think a lot of people think like, oh, I've got to spend money. Well, we all know like COVID has been hard times for people, but there are so many easy ways to support small businesses without even like spending a dime. It just takes a few seconds or minutes of your time. So I read um, on one of the one of the podcasters I follow, she talked about it literally takes like one second to hit the like button. And it takes like three seconds to hit the little heart instead of the like button, which apparently like Facebook algorithms, if you hit the like hug or the angry or whatever it might be, like it actually boosts your post or whatever. So ways that you can support small businesses without actually spending money are super easy. And I feel like even, you know, my family, I feel like a lot of times they didn't know, oh, that's how you can, we can support you because like my mom buys clothes for my kids. Well, we generally promote our promote, like promo our clothes, clothes out that we buy for our kids because they wear our clothes. And so they're a promotional item. And so my mom's like, well, I can't buy clothes for them. And I'm like, no, but you can like us on Facebook or you can tell all your grandma friends that we have cute clothes, like just a simple referral, you know, Mm -hmm. word of mouth referrals. Um, I feel like one thing I wrote down, sorry, I was looking at my notes. One thing I wrote down is like everybody knows a mom or an uncle or an aunt or a grandma that is looking for clothes for kids. And so I feel like just a simple referral is just easy to be like, hey, I heard about this clothing boutique. And then, you know, it's super easy Um, engaging on social media. Not everybody has social media, but engaging on social media. I did also find out this week with it being small business week. I don't know if Instagram knew it was small business week, but like just last week, they changed a lot of their algorithms. And one thing that is really helping small businesses is that little like save button on Instagram, the little like flag because Instagram changed it. So if 10% of your followers don't like or comment or engage on your post, then they don't show it to the rest of your followers. And so that's a huge way that you can support a business for free is just like hitting the heart on Instagram, double tapping, or, you know, hitting the save button or commenting. We do this or that Thursday. And so like last week it was pants or skirt, which do you prefer? And all you had to do is comment. And that just like helps a small business. And then the biggest one is collaborating with others. And so we just recently did a giveaway with two other businesses um, or three, I'm sorry, three other businesses. So um, we know a keychain lady, she does keychains, magnets, and they're like awesome. She like puts like glittery stuff on them. And I'm always like saving them for my husband and tagging him. And she's like, do we need to start you like a subscription box? I'm like, yep, probably. So we did a giveaway with her and then a lady who makes like custom tumblers and t-shirts and, um, our bow and earring lady, we did like, it was called our cool mom giveaway. And so we did that and collaborated together and two of the ladies I've literally never met in person. So one lady, I do local pickup with her, her magnets. I have like magnets on my fridge from her and, um, I've literally never met her in person. She's just my like Facebook friend. And then, um, yeah, that's what I call all of them too. My Facebook friends, they're like, yeah, like she's my Facebook friend. Like, I feel like, I feel like we're the same person. Like, we're always commenting, like, Mexican, we love Mexican food. And I'm like, if times were different, we would totally have a Mexican date because, like, 
<laughs> we just can't right now. We both have little kids and just things are weird right now. But um, so we did that giveaway and we just collaborated and like all four of us, none of us have ever met any of each other. Like, but it was just fun and exciting and it pulled from different groups in different areas of the state. And so that was really nice. Um, and then, sorry, my little girl's running upstairs to go potty, I think, <laughs> or potty training. So, um, but like doing this podcast, like I had never thought of doing a podcast. So when you asked me or when you, you know, what do you need? I was like, I mean, I'll do it, but I was super scared to do it because it's just different. Like, but it's been fun and I've enjoyed it and it's like stepping out of my comfort zone. And so it's been really exciting and I was super excited to do it. Well, so you never seemed out of your comfort zone. So. <laughs> well, I that's good. I made it like, Hey, I love meeting new people and you can talk to me about anything. Right. No, I feel like we're friends. We're Facebook friends we're now. Facebook friends. <laughs> Trying to make sure we both get in each other's groups. So let's talk about that so that people know how to get into your group. So you can shop online. So we do have a website. Um, we have our own website that's like our own domain. And then we also have Instagram and Facebook. But then we have a private Facebook group. And that's kind of, we do a lot of giveaways on there. We, um, you see us a lot more. So um, we try not to use like our kids' names on our public Facebook pages and stuff. But um, in our private group, I'll occasionally slip up and drop their names on accident. <laughs> but um, but you see a lot more pictures of our kids. It's a lot more personal, like what we're doing day to day kind of thing. Whereas on our business page, I try to be more personal on our business page, but I do a lot more like storytelling and things like that on our private page of so like mom life and stuff like that. So your website is? www.loveavenue, avenue is spelled all the way out, littles.com. And then to find you on Facebook? Um, Love Avenue Littles. You just search it in the um, search bar. And then you probably also, if you search it in groups, Love Avenue Littles is our private group as well. So you do have to click to join and we do accept you. Um, and then you should, if you join, get a private message from me. So it will go to your request folder if you're not friends with me. So I had a lady today. She was like, oh, my gosh, thanks for my welcome message. And I was like, she joined like three months ago. But you just don't look in your request box. So make sure you go there if you join our group because it does go to your request box. <laughs> if you don't know how to find that, I'm not very good at helping you find that. But no, even it's like a little... It shows up in your notifications and your messages. Like if you click your profile and your messages... It shows up that you have, like, requested messages. So people who aren't your friends, right. they send you a message, but it doesn't go to your, like, real inbox. It goes to your requested inbox. So right. that's the only bad thing, the only unfortunate part of that. So, Well, thank you for your time, Kayla. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was fun. I enjoyed it. It was super fun, and I hope to follow up with you more or any other ways that you think of later or just, you know, some great God talks that come out of business stuff. It sounds like I, I love the way that this ended up working out because it's perfect for my podcast and what 
um, I represent because I'm like, I talk about Bible studies. We have good God talks now, you know, and just, just moms and how we're working it all out. And it just was perfect. So thank you so much for being our guest. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was so fun. I really enjoyed it. Well, girls, once again, that was Love Avenue Littles. You can find her on Facebook. She has a private group that you can join and find out all the special deals and get some of her Bible encouragement and get to know a whole nother community of women who support each other and shop from her business. Check out her website. This stuff is so stinking cute. I have a new baby nephew, some of you guys might know, and I sent stuff to my sister and I was like, okay, you got to wait to buy this because guess what Kayla offered all of my listeners. If you guys go and purchase something from her, I'm going to even put a link straight from my website. If you guys can't find it, you can go to shop, but from there or go to her and find out all the reviews of the people who have sent to her. She's doing 15 percent off if you put in crossing the road as a coupon so it was so wonderful to do this with her collaborate and uh make sure you guys take pictures of your guys's kids in their cute little outfits and send it to me or kayla and tag everybody in it and let everybody know about these mom businesses that are out there supporting each other and buying cute stuff have a wonderful day And make sure that you share it with a friend and that they get the 15% discount because there's some super cute October glows. And I know everybody is looking forward to all of the holidays coming. And it looks like she's got some super special stuff in there for you guys to go purchase. So enjoy that. Follow her. Follow me. Share all this stuff. Share the blessings. And have a beautiful day. Bye. So again, guys, is loveavenuelittles.com or straight to me, Kendra, D-double-E, Carol, double R's, double L's, dot com. Mm-hmm.